0: Hi, I'm Karen Cashin. I'm CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Welcome to our podcast show, Driving Innovation, where we explore the people and companies that are driving innovation in the city of Alpharetta. I'm here today with Ryan Hollenbeck, Senior VP of Global Marketing for Varent and uh, Chairman Emeritus of Tech Alpharetta. Welcome, Ryan.
1: Thank you, Karen. It's great to be here with yes,
0: you. Yes, yes. Thanks for joining us today. So, you've spent a career in the software industry and have been at Varrant for a number of years. Tell us about that. First of all, how did you come to end up at Varrant?
1: Yeah, so I came to Verant through an acquisition of a company here in the area called Witness Systems, and I've been with Verant ever since. And right after the acquisition, it was a real opportunity, I think, for the Verant company to expand and grow the part of their business that we call customer engagement. And since then, we've uh, really taken off and become a market leader and and, uh, are known for customer engagement software and uh, over a billion-dollar software company.
0: That's fantastic. And Varen's located right here in the city of Alpharetta.
1: Yeah, that's right. We're just up the road off of North Point Parkway right in Alpharetta.
0: Okay. And how long, how many years have you been with Varent?
1: So the acquisition was in 2007, so 13 years now.
0: Okay, great. Great. Yeah. And I understand that there are some big things ahead now for Varent towards the end of this year. Can you yeah. tell us a little about that?
1: That's right. Yeah, it's a really exciting time for us at Varent because in February, which is the beginning of our next fiscal year, we'll actually separate the business into two successful independently held software companies. So one of them will be cybersecurity. And then the part that's really exciting for all of us on the customer engagement side is to be a standalone, pure play, customer engagement software company on its own trajectory in its own right. And our largest office will be right here in Alpharetta.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. And. In your current role, you focus on marketing, customer experience, and sales enablement. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you're handling on a day-to-day basis.
1: Well, you know, Varon's a big global company. We have offices all over the world. So just the, the, the marketing portion of it is pretty significant in terms of making sure that the market knows who Varon is and the kinds of software that we have and how we can help them. And uh, especially now in the pandemic, customer service and customer experience, become more important than ever. And so the marketing portion of it, I think, is pretty significant right now. And then the thing that really, I think, is probably the most excitement uh, that I get out of working every day is our customer experience program. And Verant has its own dedicated uh, customer experience leader, a woman named Nancy Port, who does a dynamite job for us. And, you know, I think that team is a big part of the transformation and, and some of the culture change and real success we've seen over the last five to seven years at the Verant company.
0: Well, and it's interesting because you hear a lot about CX and customer experience and how companies now are trying to focus on making their software, for example, uh, a better experience, more user friendly for their customers. But you guys, what you're saying is you actually have a customer experience software itself.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We Not only do we offer software to help companies balance customer experience with operational efficiency, but we also have an uh, internal customer experience program where we focus explicitly on how can we make it easier for Verint to do business with. And one of our guiding principles is, is just that, really, to, to help customers uh, understand what Verint does and make ourselves as a big global software company as easy as we possibly can to do business with.
0: Terrific. Thanks for explaining that. You bet. So let's talk a little bit about transformation and, and transformational leadership. What does that phrase, transformational leadership or transformational leader, mean to you?
1: Well, I think, I think it's a really good term when you think about what we're going through right now during the pandemic. I, th- I think you have to always be thinking about how you want to transform yourself. I used to work for a CEO who said about every six months you got to think about it. if you were coming into this job fresh, and how would you think about it differently? And what would you do differently? And I think that's always good advice. But in today's environment, it's even more so. I mean, here we are in the middle of a pandemic, and we've had to completely flip and and change how we approach our customers and you know we normally do big global customer conferences in person uh we miss doing those of course and we look forward to doing them again but we've had to do virtual conferences and you know virtual webinars and and you know a lot of uh, one-to-one meetings with customers yes but via video just like we've all had to do but that sort of pivot to me is a is indicative of the kind of transformation that you have to make in order to be successful
0: And talk a little, if you will, about some of the transformational initiatives that you've been involved with while you've been at Varent.
1: Yeah, I think two of the big ones, one we touched on a little bit is is having a dedicated customer experience program. We never had anything like that before at Varent. And launching something like that, I think, really got the whole company rallied around a common purpose. We called it developing customers for life. And by doing that, everybody started to think a little bit differently about how to approach the market, how to approach our customers and partners, creating a guiding principle, like I said earlier, creating a governance structure around it. You know, I work with the executive team in order to uh, create that governance structure. And then getting people inside of different departments rallied around that, that whole concept. So it's really kind of shifted the focus. We used to be a, you know, a, a much more um, bits and bytes type of tech company. And, right. and I think now we've really put a human face to the organization.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's fantastic. And I imagine it really requires buy-in from every employee in the company or every employee in a division that you're seeking to transform
1: in order to make it it work. That's exactly right. In fact, one of the first things that uh, Nancy and I did, she's our VP of customer experience, is we, we started by interviewing all of our executives all over the world and asking them, what do you think it's like to be a variant company? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it different? Where can we be better? And then we took that internal survey and compared it or matched it up with external surveys from our own customers, looked at those together and then started to think about how could that form, uh, you know, an approach or a guiding principle and, and a manifesto, you might say, for how we could focus on the customer experience.
0: Okay, great. And other transformational initiatives that you've observed or been involved with at Barron, Any other ones you
1: Yeah, I mean a, a, another one maybe to mention Karen is I I've always been a big believer that in order to be successful in your go-to-market strategy, you have to have sales and marketing attached at the hip. And so we have always believed in that and one of the things that we did a number of years ago is uh, created what we call a sales enablement function. It's almost okay. like a variant university for sellers. Okay. And it, it helps them not only get acclimated to our story and the assets that they can use and do things like sales kickoff events and Monday night sales calls and all of that kind of stuff, but it really helps you uh, change the way you go to market in a way where, as I said, sales and marketing are attached right at the hip. It's not like marketing's just out there creating market awareness for its own benefit, but rather creating it to generate real genuine interest and leads and so on that can be passed right in through to your sales leaders so that they can follow up and, and turn that into real actionable revenue, if you will.
0: And how has that been received?
1: Oh, it's been great. I mean, it's been one of the big transformations. In, in, in addition to the CX program, that's one of the biggest transformations I've been involved with at Verne. and It still exists today. It's, it's evolved over time, and we've changed leadership in it and everything else, but it's really been uh, you know, a very well-received and very successful part of the company, and it's really helped us really prop up our global sales machine, if you will, as, as uh, being as successful as they are.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And of course, you've also served as chairman of Tech Alpharetta for 28 months until recently completing your term. Mm-hmm. And I will personally attest to the fact that Ryan was absolutely a transformational leader for Tech Alpharetta. And I wanted to talk with you a little bit, I mean, first of all, just by virtue of making that role your own, you came in and and made the role a a different role than what we'd seen before for the chairman's role of the organization, um, looking at it more as a a working partnership and and a hands-on opportunity. So let's talk a little bit about that, about your time leading uh, as chairman of of the board for Tech Alpharetta and some of the transformational initiatives that the organization undertook while you were at the helm.
1: Well, first, thank you. It, It was a real honor to serve the community and to work with you. And to work with the rest of the board, I think we've added really great board members, and I, I feel so confident that it's just going to keep going and be even more successful. It's also a real honor to work with the mayor and the rest of the city council. And uh, I, I think that the, the commitment that exists across both the public sector and the private You know, business and technology community here in Alpharetta just speaks volumes to how uh, how important and and how that's a a big part of the future success of our area, I think. And so it was a real it was a real honor. And, And I think as we sat down together, and we thought about it transformationally, you and I and Mayor Gilvin and the rest of the, you know, the rest of the board. One of the first things we thought is we've got to change the makeup of the board. We gotta to start to not only welcome all of the wonderful technology companies that we have right here in Alpharetta, but also welcome other technology leaders, CIOs of big companies. It's remarkable the number of Fortune five hundred and big companies that we have right here in the Alpharetta it area. Is, isn't it? Right? Yes. And 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 yet those CIOs and other IT leaders weren't necessarily part of our program. And I think now that they are that's really helped bolster. I think that was a bit of a transformation in its in its Absolutely. own right, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Because it, it's very difficult to say, oh, well, we'll just have tech company executives on our board because today every company is a tech company. Yeah,
1: that's right. right. Especially nowadays, right, yes. Karen? Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing is just you know, the, I, you know, you and I are both super passionate about the incubator and right. these young tech companies that are coming out of that incubator with a whole different perspective on. Uh, technology and how to make Alpharetta uh, a hub of newer cutting edge technology and uh, it's really great and and I think you did a wonderful job and one of the things we set out kind of transformationally together is to bring the CEOs and the founders of those companies to the board and give them a chance to present to the board and collect feedback from the board in order for them to really ensure that they're getting a great start to to their young young companies.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's been a really uh, popular feature with our board companies as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, everyone loves it.
0: Yes. Yes. And uh, as well as the industry interface program where we started actually connecting enterprise board companies with some of our startups whose technology had potential interest to them.
1: Yeah. So, absolutely. So
0: um, I think that's that's some really good progress um, in that direction. So I know that our audience members are always very interested in learning a few uh, personal takeaways from the leaders that we interview on this show. So okay. more on the more on the personal side here, tell us a little bit about what you're currently reading. For pleasure. And um, and also, if you have any recommended reading material on digital transformation and digital leadership.
1: Okay, great. Well, yeah, I, I, I like to sort of balance both and straddle both. Uh, the You know, re- reading things to just kind of set my mind free. Uh, but then also, I just can't help but get into some of the tech books, especially in technology marketing. We're always thinking about, um, you know, ways to... Position technology companies in a way that can be understood more by the layperson, not right. just by the highly technical. You know, we we work with a lot of people that have a very high technical aptitude, and rightfully so, because right. they're changing the world. Um, but sometimes explaining it can be a, a real challenge. And so, you know, I always think of the classic book "Crossing the Chasm" by Jeffrey Moore. Kind of in that vein, and I'm reading a book right now called "Getting to Aha" by uh, Andy Cunningham, who is a, a big tech executive out in the in the Silicon Valley in the okay. Bay Area out there. And and uh, it's a really good book. I would highly recommend it for people in terms of thinking how to position yourselves, uh, you know, kind of for, you know, for the future. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. That's a, that's a, that's a really good one. And then uh, a fun book that, that I uh, am reading and, and uh, in, in a sense kind of rereading, because I read a, some of the earlier parts of it uh, a number of years ago, is a book called Destiny of the Republic. And it's actually a book about uh, one of our presidents. I won't give it away. Okay. But he's not a president that maybe everybody listening right now would recognize right away. But he's certainly someone that had a massive impact on uh, American history.
0: Interesting. Well, you piqued my interest. I might have to look that one up. Um, And let's also talk just momentarily about Alpharetta itself, the city of Alpharetta. You've been working at Barron in the city of Alpharetta for a number of years. So speaking of transformations, the city's transformed uh, quite a bit over the last eight to ten years. Uh, Talk about that a little, if you will. Yeah,
1: dramatically. And uh, I I just am am so proud of what we've done as a city. I mean, when you go downtown, I was literally just last week uh, having dinner downtown in a completely new restaurant, in a completely new area. In a, in a street that had been revitalized. I mean, just everything yeah. uh, was, was very uh, fr- uh, modern and, and kind of freshened up. And one of the things I really appreciate about the way the, the city has done things in Alpharetta is not to forget about our uh, history. You know, in other words, there's right. a lot of historical buildings that have been preserved, while at the same time introducing a lot of new, more modern, uh, you know, kinds of ideas. And I know one example is uh, you and I sometimes will meet over at Never Enough Time, Right. Uh, Which is a restaurant right there in downtown. And Never Enough Time used to be, you know, a small little hole in the wall over on the east side of of Alpharetta near McGinnis Ferry. And I got to know the founders there and and, uh, I used to love going there for breakfast and lunch. And and now, of course, it's a great place for us to meet and it's expanded. And it's kind of a good kind of a good example of that sort of thing in in the downtown Alpharetta area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Any other favorite restaurants down in the city center or downtown area?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, for me, I, I've always, in Alpharetta, I've always loved to um, to, to just try all the new restaurants. And, and maybe rather than just list a bunch of my favorites, I'll just say there's also something that in the pandemic we don't get to do like we normally get to do, which is right. that outdoor uh, food uh, festival yes, that we do. yes. So fun. And it's the a taste, chance to... Taste of Alpharetta. It, taste of Alpharetta, yeah, that's yeah. the one. And it's just such a great chance to... to um, uh, you know, try all the different restaurants and all the new things that are that are coming in, and we sure miss doing that in the same way that we used to get to do it anyway. And uh, looking forward to get a chance to, to you know to kind of do that again. It's a lot like when we do the Mayor's Challenge, the run, absolutely, and it just brings the whole city together. And there's food trucks out there, and there's different companies you know in the area yes. that are around there. And and of course we get to we get to see the mayor and hear from the mayor, but also we see all the city council members, we see yourself, mm-hmm. a lot of the other Tech Alpharetta board members, and our incubator companies, and it's a really great way that the whole company comes together. I think that's true for uh, Taste of Alpharetta also.
0: Right, right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here for today's show. I want to thank you again, Ryan, for taking the time to join us today and and share with us a little bit about uh, transformational leadership and, and your own career trajectory as well.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks very much.